Jake, we're here to talk about some baseball games on Wednesday. Cousin Jared's first two days, uh, barring something weird happening, it looks like he's going to go 0-3 and, and then 3-0. and So uh, your job is to do better than the 0-3. Uh, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> I mean, at least he's batting 500, I guess. <laughs> it's been a, it's been that sort of week, a little bit of whiplash here uh, with some uh, much better Tuesday for us uh, than a Monday. Uh, we're getting close to the end of baseball season. Uh, Cousin Jared mentioned to me yesterday that he's, uh, you know, uh, looking forward to college basketball season. I, I know you are as well. Oh, that's, that's, that's my time. That's my, that's my favorite thing. It's better than anything else in my life. I think we're, uh, you know, what about two, uh, two months away from that now. Mm-hmm. Mid November, uh, yeah, probably. I think I think the last I saw was like six weeks to the first okay. game. Oh wow, it's even faster. I, than think, I, don't think, I could be wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, we got some baseball all day throughout the day here on Wednesday. We're going to cover one for you on each time slot. Again, remember all the A-grade plays are over on Dub Club. Uh, these are the plays that are not A-grades uh, that we think are worth your time and investment. So starting off at 1, 10 p.m. Eastern Race at the Twins. Uh, Jake, we can continue the theme from yesterday with Cousin Jared where we had like the shortest show ever. I mean, this was just very straightforward. Like, I don't know. This is a massive coin toss. I think the the Rays have a little bit better of an offense than the Twins. Uh, you can see that on screen with the grades given by the model. There's no real lefty-righty splits for these offenses in their current uh, construction. The Rays' offense is a little bit better. Both these pitchers are very met. Taj Bradley for the Rays. The model was very high on him to start the season, but he's had a... A uh, rough go of it is 86 innings, 544 ERA, FIP of 444. The XFIP's a little bit lower, uh, but definitely the model has cooled off on its thoughts of him. Dallas Cowboy we talked about last time. Uh, like the last time out, his rating was a little bit below, better than league average. Now it's a little bit on the higher side of league average. But again, incredible that he's been around a league average pitcher here uh in his time since he's come back to the majors neither one of these guys is great both of them can pitch well but both of them can kind of blow up on you both sets of relievers are good the Rays better offense balances out with the fact that the game's in minnesota who the heck knows plus 110 it's pretty good value on the twins here to be great if it gets to plus 112 it's an a so we're two cents away from an a grade pick uh, a b plus pick if you will jake uh what do you have for us on this one Look, I mean, with Bash Keuchel, I think the last time I was on, he was throwing. That worked out well. I think you're right. I think he has re-found it, maybe, possibly, right in time for the Twins. I, I just, I think, and I think the Rays are on the downhill slide. Um, not a big fan of Bradley. I think the Twins are kind of moving up a little bit, and the Rays are kind of moving down. And I mean, you kind of saw that tonight with the Twins coming back and winning. Uh, I just I think we're see a very tight game, very coin tossy type game, but I think the twins are the best side, especially at the plus odds. Yeah, and the Rays, you know, started off the season in a ridiculous, you know, they they won their first thirteen, but even outside of that, they were uh, you know, they were fifteen and twenty-two. I know they got they the first team to, to fifty wins. And, you know, since being uh you know 
20, almost 30-ish games. Maybe I, I'm missing that number a little bit, but but about 30-ish games above 500. The rest of the season, they've been 500 because they're still 30 games over. And that's still incredible, obviously. But kind of as you mentioned, it's been a little bit of a, of a more normal period where they've been much more league average. The Twins, uh, you know, kind of were 500 and are now kind of steadily getting above 500. So, uh if, if that's accurate, then maybe uh, the Twins are a little bit closer to the race here at home. Um, gives them a little bit. Model already slightly leans towards Minnesota. Uh, if what you're saying is true, then maybe we should lean a little bit more to them. Plus 110, really good value on the home team here in a game that should be good. Uh, again, you know, good offenses, meh, starting pitching, good enough relievers that both starting pitchers should have an early hook if things go awry. Uh, should be an entertaining day game. And so plus odds just offers too good a value to pass up. This is the exact sort of long-term bet uh, that profits us in baseball. That Maybe in football, unfortunately, maybe you don't get quite the large enough sample size to really uh, see this in action. It takes multiple years, maybe in baseball, you can see this play out over the course of the season pretty well. So Twins mm-hmm. plus 10 E grade for us there to start us off Wednesday afternoon. 6.40 p.m. Eastern Reds at the Tigers going from what should be a more competitive, interesting game to a competitive, less interesting game. The Reds still hanging around for the wild card, of course, uh, after their kind of little bit of a roller coaster season. Tigers, you know, had they started off a little bit better, you know, maybe could claim they'd be hanging in there for the AL Central. Of course, the way the Twins are playing lately, they've been running away, but the Tigers have been very okay as of late. Uh, probably a little bit better uh then the model would give them credit for but the reds have been that sort of team all season to be honest here we've got a massive starting pitcher edge for the twins with eduardo rodriguez versus uh rookie connor phillips phillips did not make it through the fifth in his first start of the season uh didn't pitch very well his xfip was 440 though so uh whatever that's worth does grade out below average according to sideline. And Eduardo Rodriguez having a fantastic season, 318 ERA. Advanced metrics say it should be a little bit higher. But you have a starting pitcher edge for the Tigers, absolutely. But you have the better offense for Cincinnati. Uh, the Tigers should be favored in this game. The only question is by how much, and this is the exact reason about the model to help us figure out by how much. Model says they went 55% of the time and that the price should be 122. So plus 129 offers a little bit of value on the reds if it were to get to plus 130 that would be a b grade so we're talking about c plus 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 uh grade right here basically b grade value not quite a coin toss game but another situation where plus odds probably too good to pass up uh given that you've got the better offense uh to kind of balance out the weaker starting pitcher what, what do you think of this one jake yeah i, th- I think that's it it's the fact that the reds offense is that much better than the tigers offense at, at some point i mean I know Eduardo Rodriguez can, but I doubt he goes nine. Um, so the Detroit bullpen's going to get in there at some point. And I, I think the Reds' offense, just like they did in this game, is going to win it late. Uh, as, lo- as long as Phillips keeps them relatively close, I, th- I think there's a more than likely shot the Reds pull it out. That's why I love getting the plus plus one twenty nine here. Yeah, this is key about all about the price. You know, we wouldn't be taking the Reds here at even money. The plus 129 is, is where it's at here. Uh, and again, if it continues to go higher, even more value. Uh, they pulled out the extra and went on Tuesday. And I absolutely agree with you. That's all Connor Phillips' job is to ha- keep them in this game. Keep it a one-run game, you know, through five. Let the bullpen take over. This Reds bullpen uh, been pretty respectable this year. The grade out relatively well. I'm pretty sure last year they were 
constantly one of the bottom five teams. Uh, but they've turned it around this year. Obviously, Diaz having a good year addition of uh, Sam Mole from the A's has helped as well. And just some younger guys pitching relatively well. If they can get in this to a bullpen game, given their offense, you have to think they have the advantage. It's not that the Tigers' bullpen is bad, but the Reds' offense uh, at least can do some damage. This Tigers' offense, um, you know, he has a couple guys that can swing it, but doesn't really scare you that much. Uh, you know, they've been playing relatively well. Again, and no disrespect to how well they've played. Uh, you also wonder how much that has to do with the fact they've been playing in the AL Central. Maybe if they're in a tougher division, we wouldn't be talking about the Tigers being half respectable. We'd be talking about how they're just another Tiger season, and maybe they've just been beating up on the Royals and the White Sox and uh, in in the, in the, the, the Guardians from the injuries they've had as well. Uh, Reds plus 129, worth a shot here, almost to a B grade there for your early evening game, which takes us to the nightcap <clears throat> Dodgers and Padres so far. It looks like uh, we're nailing this series. It's in the sixth inning right now. Dodgers are ahead 7-2 to on Tuesday. Hopefully they can hang on to that. we got the A-grade winner with the Padres uh, in a wild game on Monday and looking like a good B-grade winner with the Dodgers here on Tuesday. We've already broken down this series for the most part here. Obviously, the better offense lies with uh, the Dodgers. The pitching matchup here, Ryan Pepio, 21 innings and a .86 ERA. Obviously, he's not that been that he's not that good no, but the I, I think he is <clears throat> yeah someone all year the, the results have been there the key when you're betting this one though do make sure you are betting action uh if snell doesn't pitch for the padres for whatever reason that's a win if, if you're back in the dodgers here and uh the dodgers could use an opener in front of pepio you don't really know what they're gonna do um with him so he's uh you know, come out of the pen a few times this year, been the bulk guy a couple times. Uh, he's projected as a starter. He's listed as a starter, but again, they Dodgers sometimes do openers, something to keep in mind there. Uh, but even his underlying metrics are very solid. 283 FIP. His FIP is almost a full run better than Blake Snell's. Uh, X FIP is pretty much in line with Snell's. These guys grade out very similar. As good of a year as Snell's had, and a guy who's going to be in the top three for the Cy Young, 252 ERA, you know, it's just, it's not... <laughs> it, I feel like he's going to have a tougher time against this Dodgers offense. Uh, he was able to handle the Astros offense who apparently has just become the most inconsistent up and down thing. We'll talk about the Astros in our prop of the day here coming up. It's just all over the place. The Astros offense is, you know, best offense ever and can score eight runs a game over the course of an entire road trip or put up 12 in a game on Sunday, but then occasionally just completely disappears as well. Uh, Snow handled the Astros offense relatively well. And Astros offense does hit lefties. And that was surprising, but uh, I'm going to be surprised if he can do that against the Dodgers offense. And that's the bottom line is that people look at this pitching matchup and think that it's massive advantage to the Padres. And I'm not so sure it is. I think maybe there's a slight edge to Snell, but it's smaller than the edge that the Dodgers have with their bats and the relievers matter too. The Dodgers don't need Pepio to go out there and throw seven innings, eight innings like the Padres. The Padres are looking to get eight from Snell and go to Hayter, but Hayter might not even be available in this game after throwing an ungodly number of pitches on Monday night, 40 something pitches. I think it was, he's for sure not pitching here on Tuesday might not even pitch on Wednesday after all that work. It wouldn't surprise me. Padres, you know, relievers aren't bad, but the Dodgers relievers are better. So Pepio, you know, only having to go five innings uh, and then turn it over to a bullpen gives him a little bit of an edge as well. So again, pitching edge, yeah, I like Blake Snell. I'm not saying I don't, but I just don't think the gap is that big 
But the gap for the Dodgers offense is, as it is against almost anybody other than the Braves, uh, with those two offenses that, like we said, we'd love to back if we can get a B-grade play. Got a B-grade play on the Dodgers, so we're going to back it. I don't know. It's really that simple. Like I said, B-grade play on the Dodgers, go for it. C-grade play, probably sure, just go for it. Why not? Minus 126, B-plus value, minus 122 gets us to an A-grade. So almost there, uh, definitely worth uh, any time you can get any value on the Dodgers. It feels like it's worth playing, right, Jake? Yeah, I absolutely love backing the Dodgers whenever I can. Uh, I just kind of scanning through Snell's last few last couple outings against the Dodgers. Uh, he's gone five each time and giving up a couple runs. I mean, it's solid outings, but that's not going to be enough with uh, the bullpen that he's got behind him. They're going to need seven, eight damage have a chance with yep. the way the Dodgers are swinging the bats. And I Man, it's just kind of sad to see what has come of this San Diego experiment with all the names mm-hmm. and excitement around it. And it's yeah. probably all about to break up. But uh, I mean, I guess they're still technically alive for the wild card, but it's going to be tough, especially with the division they got to go through. I mean, the Diamondbacks are a solid team. Giants are solid. Dodgers are a great team if when they get pitching going. And that this, I just don't think this is the matchup they're going to win. Yeah, I think the uh, uh, Padres at this point are just all but out of it. Uh, unfortunately for them, they, uh, you know, still so much talent, but they just never were able to make that run. And uh, I, I think, you know, like you talked about there, the most likely scenario is that Snell goes five innings. Um, he's for the most part gone five or six. On occasion, go seven, but it's really hard to get seven against this Dodgers offense with the way they swing it. And, you know, obviously they'd love to him to go eight. We almost know that's not going to happen. Uh, almost assuredly not going to go eight. Almost surely not going to go seven. Even if he goes six, if he's going six and two, three innings against that bullpen, you, you have to like your chances if you're the Dodgers to get even more runs. Uh, if he's only going five, that's even better. Uh, you know, a five inning, two run start isn't terrible against the Dodgers by any stretch of the imagination. It's just when you've got a decent arm on that side, five innings and two runs with the bad bullpen behind you isn't likely to get you the win. Obviously, it doesn't mean they can't win, uh, right? That's what we always talk about. There's no locks in gambling. But minus 126 is a pretty good price here to back the Dodgers. Uh, if it wasn't for all the Blake Snell hype, I think this would be more rightly priced in the minus 140 range. And that would be, you know, minus 140 or minus 150. We would say, ah, oh, the Dodgers are probably the side, but gosh, the price is just not worth it because baseball's weird and weird things can happen. But at a lower price, it's a whole lot easier overlooked that minus 126. Uh, again, yeah, anytime you can get B grade value on the Dodgers, it's just like an auto play, it seems like. So we're going to try to get here on Wednesday. This takes us to our pitcher prop of the day. We're going to roll Paul Blackburn over 15 and a half outs, plus odds on this one, which is a little bit surprising. Uh, you can see on screen there, other than his last two starts, he's had a nice little run there. He's been a guy we've really liked, thought he was undervalued, and have always been trying to find ways to back him, whether it's backing the A's full game or a lot of times with him, we've done a lot of first five betting. I don't know what's going on with this Astros offense. It could easily just flip a switch, turn it around, and light the roll on fire again tomorrow because you just it's like the most bipolar offense in baseball. It seems like maybe I'm just saying that as a fan. I don't really know. But the bottom line is that you see a lot of non-divisible by three numbers. So that's key when you're going over 15 and a half because they've had the faith in Blackburn to go out there and get an extra inning if possible. And on top of that, Uh, With their bullpen, they know they need to. That's why you see a lot of 16s and 17s. They're trying to get him all those extra outs possible. And that's key because if he's 
questionable go out there for the sixth inning. Clearly, they're going to give him they, – they feel comfortable giving him the opportunity to start the sixth inning, and that's what we need here just to get one out into the sixth. So over 15.5 outs, plus odds. I'm surprised it's plus odds. Uh, and I think that's kind of where the value lies here is he seems 50-50 to go 15 or less or more than 15. So 50-50 at plus 110 I think is worth a good – play the where this loses the ashes often just wakes up and starts raking but paul blackburn's long been a guy who's underrated valuable to back this is a good way to back him uh obviously along with maybe if you wanted to take a stab with the a's first five you could try that as well jake what are your thoughts on this one yeah i like that i like this play a lot because they they don't really they give him a lot of a lot of leeway the a's do uh, i mean they don't have a very quick hook with him because he's probably he's their best starter and he's the one with real yeah. value. And yeah. so I think they they let him go. It doesn't matter how like I mean I'm just getting through here. I mean he's he had six or six runs on him against Boston and they still let him get five and two thirds uh, done. There's four against the Nationals and let him get five and two thirds. And then I mean when he's on he goes deep too. There's several sixes and sevens if you look through there and he's. So I, I just say it's a really great chance for him to get close to that sixth inning, if not beyond it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, all right, well, that is our show today. Again, don't forget to check out outlier.bet slash professor. Get you that free seven-day trial. Check out all the metrics there, all the player props, all the NFL props, all the college football props, baseball props, uh, and just game uh, probabilities and, and insights as well. So it's good to over there, outlier.bet slash professor for your free seven-day trial. Jake, do you have any parting words to take us out on? No, I'm just happy there's day baseball coming. Yes, day baseball is always good. Lots of games throughout the day on Wednesday. Wednesday's usually a good baseball day, and it seems like this one will be no difference. Well, then that's all we've got. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can show the sports betting content provided on this channel. Shift right into your feed. We'll be back again all week. We just finished the NFL episode, so that'll be dropping here shortly. The college triple episode if you haven't caught that and again more baseball throughout the week but as always until we see you again best of luck and remember you can eat your betting money but please don't bet you're eating money <laughs>